Ladies and gentlemen, from Knoxville, Tennessee, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 68. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you and you and you, baby. Here we go, Ed. Hey, where are you, honey? Here it goes. You ready? Good morning to you. When the band began to play, the stars were what? Shining yeah. bright. Now the man's on his way. It's too late to say good night. So good morning. Good morning, sunbeams. Okay, here we go. We're here. You know, hey, so hey it's the Ed and Bob Show, ladies and gentlemen. As Ed said, number 68. We're yeah. glad to be here. I'm Bob. He's Ed. He's going to tell you what's coming up this half hour. Well, coming up this half hour, we're going to tell you what really goes on at Fort Knox. Hmm. Fort Knox. It's where all the gold in the whole world is, right? No. Oh, okay. Actually, it's probably in New York. It's really yeah. Good. That's where the New York is. Yeah, it's, it's up there. It's, on, it's up there in the U.S. deposit store. There you go. What yeah. else coming up? Well, we're going to do the. Uh, we got that topic of the day, and then also we're going to do the mailbox and all those good things. And of course, this is kind of a special week, you know, Bob. Yeah, it is. Uh, we want to, as we start into the news here, remember uh, 9/11. It's been now 18 years. Since that fateful day when the planes hit um, not only in New York at the World Trade Center, uh, but also uh, in, um, let's see, it was right, it, it was Pentagon. at the Pentagon, right? And, and in the and field. They, they tried, well, it was in the field there yeah, in, in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, but they, I think that one was headed toward either the White House or yeah. maybe the Capitol. That's incredible. It's been 18 years. It really I is. can remember, I was at WIVK. Mm-hmm. And was general manager, and, and I had a, I had Bobby's old office, right. which had this big credence in there that no one could move. You couldn't even touch it. It's so heavy. <laughs> goes it, with the building. But it had, yeah, it goes with the building. It had this huge television. So I turned on the TV when I heard what was going on, and everyone came in there to watch. Really? So the and, whole room was you know, filled. And the whole com- my comment, I remember my comment. I'll never forget. I said, "The world will never be the same." Mm. Boy, it, that's true. Yeah, that is so true. You know where we were. Uh, we, I got a phone call. It's, I was in California in Los Angeles, and my uh, mom called. We had different phone What? We had different phone <laughs> uh, Well, anyway, mom called me, and it, um, it was like 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And so I, I was scared to death. I thought something had happened to Dad or Mom or whatever, and, and uh, answered it. And she said, I don't know what's going on, Bob, but a, a plane has hit the World Trade Center. And then while we're talking, she said, another one has hit it. Mm-hmm. And I said, Mom, i got to go. And I got, I turned the TVs on, got everybody up. And I, once I assessed the situation, I felt like L.A. was the next top place to be hit. I said, let's, I don't know what's going on, but let's get up, get showers, get ready in, in case we need to get the heck out of here. It was just, and then that night, I'll never, later on, um, we heard people honking horns, and we did, what was a terrible accident or something. We walked. We lived about two blocks off a major thoroughfare, and we walked down there. It was people of all colors, all races, going up and down the road slowly, waving American flags. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Well, we finally got Osama. Yeah, yeah, finally got him. What year was it we got him? It was uh, a couple of years ago because I think I just saw the movie over the weekend, Seal Team Six. Yeah, so I guess it's about 
six or seven years ago we yeah. got him, something like that. Well, anyway, we want to salute and remember those people. There were 2,977 victims. In the towers, there were 2,606. The Pentagon, there were 125. That fourth plane that crashed in Pennsylvania, 40 people on board of that. On board that. Um, and what was it? May 2nd, 2011. May 2nd, 2011, when we got Osama bin Laden from our research department back yeah. there. So anyway, we, we want to remember them on this uh, day. And, uh, um, you know, it's just a terrible tragedy uh, on American soil. I remember one of the things we did the year after that here at uh, the radio station. We took uh, uh, shoes mm-hmm. down to uh, uh, the park there at North Shore right. and laid them out in pairs. To represent all, all the, the people really? that were killed what a, that's in the building. E- yeah. Excellent idea. Well, all right, let's well, get into other news. Maybe something a little happier. All right, perhaps. here you go. You know, Tommy John's an underwear maker, right? Yeah. Well, he wants to know how many people change underwear every day. Now, a survey. You're talking about the middle of the day? Listen. Okay. A survey ahead. released by underwear <laughs> company Tommy John suggests that Americans might not be changing their underwear. What? Or at least. Quite a few aren't bothering to put on a fresh pair every day. Oh, my gosh. That's just, I mean, that's, that's that like the number you? one thing. Yes, that's oh, the number come one thing. Bob. Hey, you can wear you your just, shirt you just all pick week. Them up, smell them. And no, if you're if not you don't smell smelling. too bad, you put them right back on again. <laughs> no way. They surveyed 1,000 Americans <laughs> and discovered that 45% wore the same pair of underwear for two days or longer. Oh. How many people? 40, 45% of 1,000 people, so that's 450. Yeah, but four—that means like forty-five percent of American is doing. Yeah, thirteen percent of the survey said they wore the same underwear for a week or more. Okay, and men were two point five times more likely than women to wear the same underwear for a week or more. I figure it'd be women Woo! that would wear the same underwear than men. Yeah, and a separate survey of a thousand people, forty-six percent of those surveyed by Tommy John said they owned the same pair of underwear at least one year. An additional 38% said they had no idea how long they owned their oldest pair of underwear. So how long? Well, you look at if there's no if there's no if there's no no holes in it. No, not holes. <laughs> stains. Streaks. Stains. <laughs> if there's no stains in it. Oh my gosh. Well, I wouldn't want any of their stain. But so <laughs> I gotta ask. You ever worn one pair of underwear more than one day? Yes. Is that because you're in the military? No, because I wanted to. I tried it. I tried it out after I did this this story. How did how did it work? It worked good. Work for you? Yeah. It's did not you a ask problem. your wife to smell these? No. <laughs> no better than that. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> but you know, I do know. I have, I have, I have a, a friend. Yeah. A daughter, uh, let's see, my my brother's wife. Mm-hmm. She when she goes on trips, yeah. she throws the underwear away. Every day, she don't wear. You know, she don't bring them back. She don't wash You're them kidding. and all that. So, Kim, do you do that? Yeah. You don't. You bring them back. No. Well, she just throws it away. So she buys. She buys cheap underwear and throws it away. That's never, not a bad I, idea. Well, so you don't have to repack it because it makes everything else in well, there. Well, it's like the smallest thing in your suitcase. So like, well, it's not taking up a lot of space. Okay. Yeah. I just I, that surprises me. I basically says forty five percent of people wear underwear more than one day. Well, they're cleaner than you, Bob. I just couldn't. I, I couldn't do that. I'm sorry. I couldn't either. Uh, she won't either. Oh, okay. Well, Not about that. Well, there you go. We're, get the research department calling those people and asking what's Maybe wrong with them. Maybe they don't have any more. Well, and I understand that. I don't want to get ads for Christmas. Well, let me ask you this. What? If you take some underwear and you wear it one day, 
and the next day you just turn it inside out. Is that like a new pair? Yeah. Oh, then, then you're good there. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you just turn it inside out and wear it again. <laughs> we got to move on. All right. <laughs> uh, that, we t- took up enough time on that. All right, let's move along. Ed, you've got a uh, question of the day, don't you? I do, I do, I do. Are you ready? Yeah. When was the last time the University of Tennessee won a football game in the swamp at the University of Florida? Tell me the year. <sighs> I know we're no no research. You can't involve this is Bob. Um, okay, I'm, I don't know. Ten years ago. Oh no, it's longer than that. Is it really? Yeah. What? Wow. It was in 2003, mm. which was 14 years ago. Well, we have an opportunity to do it this year. <laughs> we're going well, down we there. We get an opportunity every year. Every well, other not, year. Not down the yeah, down no, the swamp every this year. year. Wow. 2003. That can't be right. It's right. There you go. 16 years ago? Wow. That's sad, isn't it? That is sad. Yeah, I can remember why. That should be a headline in the sports page. I mean, they should, somebody ought to publicize that. It's been 2003 mm. since we beat Florida in the swamp. When I was a kid, Florida was terrible. You remember that? They were awful. It was a team that everybody beat all the time. <laughs> I guess that changed. All right, I got a question for you, Ed. Okay. You know this Bitcoin, all this cryptocurrency? Yeah. And they say it's going to take over everything. You won't have, you won't go buy money eventually. You'll have bitcoins. Is that real or do you think it's a get rich scheme? I think it's a manufactured multiple marketing scheme. It's kind of like, do you remember? Let's see. Do you remember when people were buying uh, ostrich eggs and yeah, yeah, emus? It was going to be the new beef, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this guy wanted to sell me a pair of eggs. Mm -hmm. He was here local for ten thousand dollars. Holy smoke! And he said, he said when they when they hatch, you just keep going. And he says you can sell this. I mean, it's just blah 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 blah. And I thought about, and then I was in the beef business, and I said, Mm. wait a minute, where's the market at? Where do you sell it? (laughs) Where do you go? Where do you go down the street and say, here, buy some ostrich eggs or something? So it, it, Mm. yeah, I think the same thing's true with bitcoins. Where do you sell them? I don't, I I don't even know. You have to be online. It's not, not paper or anything. You don't get that. It's put into your account. I put it into your account. Well, you have to mine it. Didn't you? Have you ever read this stuff? No. You have to mine Bitcoin. I mean, it, it's a rigmarole, but but people are trading this stuff. They're buying it. Bitcoin was trading at fifteen thousand four hundred thirty-three dollars a share. It was an all-time high of nineteen thousand earlier. Then it went down to four thousand. It's all over the place, <laughs> but it's the new thing that people are supposedly using. Well, I'm too old for that. To start something. I'm not getting involved in it. I would lose everything I have if I got involved in Bitcoins. I, I'm going to step out on the edge here, and somebody's going to write me a dirty email. I think it's, I think it's a big scam. Oh, I do, too. Absolutely. So, there yeah, you go. I agree with you, buddy. You want, you want, you want some Bitcoin? <laughs> What's what we're going to pay you to do this one. show? Well, you don't, you don't you hold don't it. You don't get them. You don't hold it. It's up there. It's up there in the cloud. It's up there somewhere. In the cloud. It is. All right. All right. All right tell everybody uh, what's uh, coming up here, and then you've got a sponsor. All right. Our topic of the day is Fort Knox. Do they have Bitcoins in Fort Knox? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> they got real stuff Well, there. we're going to really tell you what goes on there. Mm-hmm. My sponsor today is Powell Auction and Realty Company. 
They handle everything from real estate, firearms, antiques, vehicles, and farm equipment. You can go to their website, palauction.com, and see their inventory and everything and see when the next big sale is. And they have a public auto auction on Saturdays out at Pleasant Ridge Road at their offices. And matter of fact, I got a pickup truck out there one time. Did you? Coming up on August the 18th. Is that no? That's a long time ago. That's just this is just past stuff, isn't it? But every month they do things from the sheriff's department, con, uh, coin and currency. There you go, your bitcoins and property and all that stuff. <laughs> They're going to be auctioning I bitcoins. See, I can see Howard with a bitcoin. <laughs> but listen, they're good people. They have jewelry auctions, real estate, firearms. I bought a rifle, pistol. Oh, we bought several yeah. uh, weapons out there. Antiques. You bought some furniture. Yeah. She bought you a bought lot of what? jewelry. You bought jewelry? Mm-hmm. Did you buy any vehicles? She didn't buy any vehicles. She did buy jewelry, though. Good deals. Okay. So it's palauction.com, and I hope you'll go check out. Just go on and look look at all the stuff they've got. And Howard's now listening to our show. Hi, Howard. And I promise to be more up-to-date on the next show because my <laughs> research man, Bob, here gave me some... I, hey, don't get me started. All right, let's get into the topic of the day. First thing we want to do, we said we're going to talk about Fort Knox. Now, what we're you think we're really going to talk about, which we are, is the United States Bullion Depository. It's often known as Fort Knox because it's next to the Fort Knox um, uh, United States Army post of Fort Knox there. And uh, it's also operated by the United States Department of Treasury. So we'll get that out of the way. The Treasury was built, the depository, the depository 1936, on land from the military. And its purpose was to do what, Ed? Well, to protect our, our gold. Yeah, of course. They said they wanted to get the gold away from New York City and Philadelphia off the coast to get it away to be where it might be, you know, you'd be if you're going to be attacked, you'd be attacked on the coast. And the reason they selected, all these reasons, you read them and why they selected yeah. Fort Knox? Well, it's, it's, in, it's inland, mm-hmm. so that nobody could get it from the coast. It's on an army base, and it was at the time an artillery base. I think they moved the artillery, though, down to Louisiana, but... It was an artillery base, so they could just... It, I've been there. Have you ever been to Fort I have not. I've seen it on some of James Bond movies. Yeah, it's, it, there's not much on top of it. it. Evidently, most of Fort Knox is underground. That's the impression I got. But yeah. it's a very secure facility. Uh, it's got a fence perimeter that I actually walked up to. Granite-lined concrete structure lies in rings of razor wire and minefields. Now, if I'd known that, I would have walked Isn't that up pretty there. wild? Minefields out there? They have night vision, video cameras, microphones. Hey, get off the fence! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Bradley. Okay. You're all right. You're all right. Yeah. But anyway, the subterranean vault is made of steel plates and uh, I-beams and cylinders encased in concrete. Since the doors are 21 inches thick, I'll bet you there's no gold down there. Oh, I bet you there's. I bet you. I don't think the United States has any gold. <laughs> Where that? You know what the debt is? Where? where? Twenty-three twi- trillion dollars. So that's why they're hanging on to it. <laughs> they're not giving it to you, everybody. Te- they're just telling you there's gold down there. There's not any gold down there. Oh gosh, this is going to be a difficult show, folks. I, I do believe that's where the, most of our gold is. They said it was isolated from rail- railways and highways which would prevent anybody ever attacking us and trying to get to it. Air travel is difficult across the mountains. Uh, pilots would have a difficult time trying to fly into there. Uh, 
And uh, it was interesting when they said they, um, during the war, World War II, other things were housed there from uh, the, um, what's the place up in New York where they keep the Constitution, the, or is oh. it in D.C.? Um, oh. Well, anyway, they were moved they kept, there. They kept all our important papers there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they, they, they put all of the important stuff that was, you know, it was important to the, uh, it was from the Library of Congress. Thank you, I've been saying it over <laughs> If the research department wants to talk to us, they need to actually walk up instead of yelling from 20 feet down the road. <laughs> It's going to be a difficult show. It is going to be a difficult show. During World War II, the Constitution of the United States was there, Declaration of Independence, the Articles of Confederation, Lincoln's Second Inaugural Address, the Gettysburg Address, uh, the Gutenberg Bible, um, and a a copy of the Magna Carta. And here's what was was weird. It said after the war, they kept opium and morphine there. Hmm. Why is the United States keeping opium? In case they need it. <laughs> That's kind of the reason you keep anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm so not did needed. You, did you know that that <laughs> no one person knows all the procedures how to open the vault? I would hope not. Well, no visitors are permitted. Only one president's ever been there, and that was in 1974. So we can't do like a little tour of it? No. We're not going to let us walk through? I don't know why. I I really honestly... I mean, I think there's more gold in New York than there is in no, I don't. I don't think so. You don't? No. You're, you're going to hang on to You're a conspiracy this, theory guy. They, they say they moved, before the war, they moved uh, all the gold out of San Francisco Mint to Denver. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the other stuff is. Philadelphia and Denver. Yeah. Well, you know, when they moved it, they had pictures of the trucks and the trains. They had decoy trains when they moved it. <laughs> really? Yeah. And here's what I thought was funny. The post office was in charge of moving the gold. So they say when they did it, it says the post office department billed the treasury for transporting all of the crates of gold with fourth-class postage rate, but that the uh, treasury department did add insurance fees. Insurance. They insure. Who's going to pay? It's insured by the federal government, it's, of course. You're insuring it by the same thing you're carrying. That's, that's a, exactly right. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Do you remember when dollar bills were secured by gold? Yeah. Well, didn't it? Is there other ones that said something special on it, like treasury notes or something? Yeah. Yeah. But they were backed by by the gold by the gold of the United States. It's not anymore, though. It's just paper now. So it's not backed by anything. Mm. <clears throat> wow. Well, so you've been to Fort Knox. What do you know about Fort Knox? You've been there. I haven't been there. Well, my brother uh, operated a. Well, he was in charge of an uh, army unit up there, and they mm-hmm. they. Uh, it does. It's not impressive. I mean, you just drive by and you said, "That's it. That's all there is." Is it a really big building or no, not that big? No, it's just a little building sitting on the middle of a field, and it's not. It's just a chain link fence around it. I mean, you, there's, mine. No, there's no. <laughs> I don't think that's true. And there's no guard towers. There's nothing like that. There's a gate to go in and out, and they have cameras and and all that. Now I actually got out of the car and walked up to the fence to take a picture. Nobody said anything. Nobody to came me. out. No, they didn't. Hey, you! Get off the fence! Get out of here! Well, I uh, I think you're right when you said whatever is there is way underground. Oh yeah. I mean, if it's they said it's uh, a bombing would not affect it. Yeah. 
So it's well. At one time, it was very important to the United States. But I, I saw where someone, some country, was coming to deposit gold, and they deposited it in New York. There's there is a gold depository in New York. Oh yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Good. All right, Ed. All tell right. everybody what's coming up, and then I'm going to have a sponsor. All right, coming up, we're going to get into the mailbox. I'm looking forward to this because one of the letters here I've already peaked, and it's about two. Really? Yeah. And also, we're going to be talking about other things that are coming up in our show. And right now, we've got Bob Thomas. Yes, that's this me. important announcement. Right. And ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> um, you know, Ed and I recently went up to Gatlinburg. And uh, one of our favorite places to always go is Ripley's. Believe it, believe it or not, we like Ripley's. And they've got so many cool things up there. They've got the Haunted Adventure, the Mirror Maze, the Mini Golf. They've got uh, uh, the Moving Theater. In 5D, I don't really know what 5D is, but they've got it. But now the thing we really like, Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies, one of the top aquariums in the world. They've got so many cool things there. Uh, they've got the mermaids, which Ed really likes. Yeah. they got yeah. the penguins. The penguins, to me, are the coolest thing there. They're really neat. And they're the little thing. They're swimming around. You can watch them underwater. You can, um, the kids can go up and go up inside this like glass partition. You're inside the water with the penguins. And the stingrays, I mean, it's just so much stuff and so nice there, especially during these hot months. Good time to go in a nice, cool aquarium. So Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies is we recommend, and you'll really have a good time. All right, Ed, what do you say we get to our next topic, which is the mailbox? <laughs> All right. Open You're one ready? up. I'm ready. Okay. Hold on a second. Can't you find it? Yeah. All, All right, right. Here we go. All right. <laughs> These, these, are, these are Jefferson emails. City. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I know. Why do so many of these young kids get tattoos these days? They're going to regret it. There you go. They're not going to like it. Someday they're going to go. I saw, listen, I saw this real, I mean, she was really a cute girl at, mm-hmm. I don't know, some restaurant or something. Mm-hmm. And looked down her arm on the inside of her arm, and it was just black and blue with, with tattoos and things. Do your kids have tattoos? Um, Do you have tattoos? No, no. Uh, my my daughter, my, I know my daughter-in-law has yeah. one, small one. But uh, th- so, is this just a fad? <laughs> it's or, too late to be a fad. <laughs> so, so what is it? Why is it? And what is it? Because now other cultures around the world, it's like a requirement. I think it's I think it's addictive. Is it, it, I don't know anyone that always only gets one tattoo. Now, mm-hmm. I have a son-in-law mm-hmm. who is president of his fraternity at the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. And it, he's got the, it's got, it's tattooed across his back. Oh, the fraternity name yes. is? Wow. It's fading, though. Oh, is it? So, that's good. Well, now, so do you think this is, is going to run its course? Or is this from now on you're going to see more and more? Well, by the look of the dumber tattoo studios around, I think there's going to be more and more. Mm-hmm. And and you know the, the the tattoos that I remember don't look too good. I mean, they look mean, like motorcycle drivers. You well, know. The most of the ones I first remember were people coming back from from World War Two. Yeah, and uh, they had them. You know, when you're on a ship, it's like almost a. Uh, what do you call it, a a rite of passage you go through to have a tattoo on your arm or your chest, and it's like your ship or the, you know, and the name of the ship on your arm, you're on the SS, USS, whatever. And and I don't think, although I have seen a lot of military people still have tattoos, and I remember when we lived in Los Angeles, and this was a little creepy to me, the gang unit 
for the LAPD, they all had tattoos down their arms that said, like, gang unit. Well, there's different kinds of tattoos. There's prison tattoos mm-hmm. where they do it themselves. Uh. And um, and then there's tattoos that are colorful. and you know. But tattoos are permanent, Bob. They don't go away. I, I remember reading about uh, Wahlberg. What's his name? Donnie Wahlberg. No, Mark. No. Mark Wahlberg. He was in the Backstreet Kids or Big Backstreet Kids Boys. on a Block or something, and he got all these tattoos when he was 18 or so, and they were traveling the country. And now that he has kids, he uh, is—he may have had it all done by now, but he, every weekend when he was there at home, he would go to have laser treatments to remove the tattoos. Oh, that's very expensive. And painful. Yeah. And he would take his make his kids go with him to watch. <laughs> to see well, him have them removed. Well, some locations on the body, as you can imagine, could be more painful than others. <laughs> oh my God. Going in and out. Yeah. So yeah, you know, you're taking but, it off and putting it on? And you know where these tattoo artists are? I mean you see them like on the street in Gatlinburg. Yeah. I don't I don't think I want somebody on the street in Gatlinburg. So you can't have it done at, at UT Hospital. Why not? Well, they don't do tattoos oh. there. Last I checked. All right, we got to move on to the next mailbox. Oh. Well, you got more you want to talk? No, Go ahead. Okay. No, that's okay. You got a tattoo? No. Okay. Do you? No. Does anybody in your family, other than your son-in-law, like you well, said? no, my son. When I told he wanted a tattoo, I said, "When you get to be twenty-one, you can do what you want to." Well, he got one. That reminded me, and I, uh, my wife remember this, Jake, when he was little, like 10, he was somebody who wanted to get a tattoo, and we said, okay, he said, and then he said, how do you, how do you do it? He said, well, we, they take a needle, and they get ink, and then they stick it in your arm over and over and over until you've got a tattoo, he said, I don't want a tattoo. <laughs> I don't want a tattoo. I don't think I want one. I'm too old to get a tattoo. Can you imagine it just be drooping? But now, I always wanted, there was one thing I always wanted to have, though. I wanted to see someone. Mm-hmm. I wanted to someone, you know, you, if you're, if you, if you kind of do your, well, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you're just going into trouble. I am. And, and, and here's the greatest fear I always heard was, is especially if these women or whatever get tattoos, I this picture of laying in a casket and you got like a tattoo on your face or your arm and it just, it's all faded and it's saggy and you're going, yeah. eh, it looked so good then. Yeah. It was better when I was buff. <laughs> I just say, yeah. Go ahead. All right, here's Karen from Cedar Bluff. Yep. Men have been going through my neighborhood asking people if they have a security system. Well, that's real smart. And they say they sell them, but it sounds suspicious to me. How does mm-hmm. it sound to you, Bob? Yeah, it really does. I've heard this going around as well. Uh, we're in a neighborhood you'll have... A group of men going through and say, hey, we sell security alarms. Do you have one on your house? <laughs> well, well, would, we would you know. answer that question? No. I'd either say, well, yeah, we've got cameras. We've got everything. Yeah. And, and they probably said, where are they? They said, they're good, aren't they? Well, so, I, do they really go door-to-door selling yes. security? Yes. Seriously? I, th- I think it's a scam. They're trying to find well, out who do doesn't too. have it. Yeah, I do, too. And then you can sell that information or yeah. give it to People that are not quite as uh, <clears throat> kind as others. So. Now, I'll tell you, a real scam will be somebody going door-to-door selling swimming pools. Door-to-door? <laughs> selling swimming pools? I got one in the truck here. <laughs> I'll dig it for it's you. A, no, it's above, it's above ground. 
It's going to be. Have you seen the above ground pools that yeah. they have now? They sit, they, they dig a hole and they sit this thing. Sit so they put down. them down in the ground? Yeah, they set it in the ground and it's fiberglass. Mm-hmm. And, and there was one going through the neighborhood the other day. It took up all the lanes of traffic. I mean, it's a huge pool. Well, they're the company at the forks of the river. That's what they do. That's where they They're from them. Australia. I see them going down the interstate all the time. So That's they, why. they dig a big hole and they drop that thing in and you're ready to swim. My neighbor got one. There you go. Yes. There you go. Big whoop de doo. Big deal. And you're right. It's huge. They're carrying this yeah. big truck. All right. Coming up, we're <clears throat> going to our next show. It's going to be our crazy places to visit in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Not the normal tour stops. Not the places that our friends would go. No. Okay. And, and then also, in, in uh, shows coming up, we're going to talk about Mount Rushmore and who did it and all of that. So we got some good things coming up. But right now, we have Bob's Complaint. No, we have a commercial. Uh, um, I already did one, and you did one. So we're through with commercials? <laughs> yes, but I'll go ahead and say this is the Ed and Bob show, and Ed's got a complaint. Ed, what is your complaint today? I've got one already. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not organized over there. What's your I've complaint? stuff everywhere. Look I know. You look like a, a bomb went off in there. Yeah, drivers in the left lane. <clears throat> oh, my. Left lane is for passing only. Exactly. That's, that's the law. It's the law. You can't go down the left lane with your blinker on. You can't even go in the left lane unless you're passing. <laughs> My mom always said, if you're going to speed limit, I can be here. No. <laughs> no it's for can't. passing other cars only. And people just back up behind them if you're going to speed it limit. It drives me nuts. My daughter does that. She'll drive the speed limit in the left lane all the way to the University of Alabama. Oh, no. Oh. You're kidding. No. And I'm sitting there in the car saying, Abby, pull over. Pull Haven't over. You- pull over. <clears throat> Trucks coming up behind her right on the bumper and she everything. She just fights it out. Doesn't, she doesn't even see it. Doesn't phase her. <laughs> no, not at all. Rip that rearview mirror right off there. All right, I got a complaint for you, Ed. All right. People that steal flowers off of graves. This has this has happened several times people have told me about it. They'll, they'll put nice flowers down on a grave and go back by a week later. And see them on another person's grave. So they would take it from one grave and yeah, move it to the another. Well, grave? far enough where you think you're not going to see it, but I don't know. I don't even know. I can't even. I can't even in my mind figure out what what your thought process is. I'm going to take these flowers and go put it on Grandpa's grave. Because those people probably aren't going to come back anyway, and well, that Grandpa. way Grandpa's grave will look good. Oh, that's awful. That's almost sacrilegious I or something so. i mean that's just like somebody's watching you and saying okay one day you're gonna die we're gonna yeah. see what happens you... well, it hurts grandpa that's not a good way i mean you didn't <laughs> think much about him you wouldn't even buy him fresh flowers or anything. i don't like the, i don't like these fake flowers you, on graves, you know well but some places will only let you put plastic ones well i wouldn't do it yeah, it's too hard to get fresh flowers on oh there there we go oh the research department well it's too hard well dear we can't hear you you're going to, have to come up here okay what, what, what's i don't know she's just in someone's grave and you're going by every six weeks, four weeks to six weeks, and you're cutting around the gravestone, making sure mm-hmm. all is good, you can't put fresh flowers. They'll be dead in a day. So you get uh-huh. nice silk flowers and you change well, them out and you change them out with the season well, and change them out for the birthday. But but the point of fresh flowers is to do it while you're there. I wouldn't even put them anything. i just sit it down and say, yeah. here you go. I oh, love you. I miss yeah. you. Lay them on the ground. Yeah, lay them no. on the ground. I miss you. It's not for anyone else to see. It's for you and the person in the grave. No, it's I want, for you to remember. That I want person. my dad's gravestone to look beautiful. Always well, for there him. Is a, there is a there is a cemetery near where I live, 
Boy, these people go all out on those the Walmart flowers. I mean, they are everywhere. <laughs> They've got now Walmart flowers, real or fake? They're fake. They're fake. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you know, you just get you know, you spend twenty five dollars, thirty dollars on beautiful flowers, and I do spring and summer, and then the Fourth um, of July, and then the birthday, on, do you then go Christmas, decoration and day? fall. What decoration day? De- for the flags? Yeah. No yeah. decoration day for the cemetery. No. All cemeteries have a decoration day when you're supposed to go do your flowers, and then they pick them up afterwards and get rid of them. No, I do my own decoration day, and it's about six, <laughs> six times a year. All right. All right. We've got, we got to move along. Now, yeah. Tell everybody how they're listening. The research department's getting a little huffy. They are. I, don't, I think it's in water or something. Oh, oh. All right. Well, how can people listen to us? Uh, go to edandbob.com online, edandbob.com, and there you can listen there and also um, put in some comments if you like download the apple podcast app or the tune in app search ed and bob be sure to subscribe this is the way that howard does it and also on alexa in your alexa skill settings enable tune in then tell alexa to go to tune in she'll ask you what you want to hear you tell her exactly this ed and bob show you know, my mom was having problems with it, and she said, I told it to tune in. <laughs> I said, Mom, it's tune in. Tune in. You say it kind of together. It's, anyway. It's one word. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's what I tried to say. Well, you can leave us comments. The easiest way is to email us, Ed and Bob at yahoo.com follow us all over the place twitter it's ed and bob knox ed brantley or bob thomas knox and we're there on facebook too just look up ed and bob we'd love to have you are any corrections anything you'd like to apologize for yeah i'd like to apologize for my comments today all of them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And don't, our hold sh- it, don't hold it against me. And our shout-out was to Howard Phillips over Pal Auction. He bought our lunch the other day. He did. What a Woo-hoo. nice guy. All right, All tell right, everybody. Be sure to go vote. You got that right. Vote for Bob. If you live in the city of Knoxville, he's running for city council. Tell vote everybody. Bob. What? Tell everybody what's coming up on the next show. Do you know? I knew you'd ask. Uh, it's crazy places to, go on to visit in the United States, not the normal places Ed goes to. Okay? Some more fun ones. All right, Ed, see you next time. Bye-bye. Ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just the beginning My life is gonna be Beautiful I've sunshine enough to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick, ain't love a kid